0: Thanks for listening. I'm Chris Wagenti, a voice actress with voiceovers by Gypsy, and this is Who Gets It Naturally. Music was composed and performed by V. Caritis. I'm not selling anything, diagnosing anything, offering any cures, or replacing your doctor. If you're pregnant, please consult your doctor before trying anything new. Everyone is different, so you may need to tweak the recipes a bit to work for you. Always start with the least amount of essential oils. You can always add, you can't take away. Remember, these remedies don't last forever. You need to reapply as needed. If you're allergic to any of the ingredients I use, please substitute for something you're not allergic to. Just because it's natural doesn't mean you can't be allergic to it. Welcome to Episode 8, Cinnamon. Cinnamon is one of my favorite spices. The scent reminds me of Christmas. It gives my home a warm and protective feel. I've always loved cinnamon-flavored gum and hard candy, cinnamon rolls, and the aroma of cinnamon. There's mention of cinnamon as far back as 2000 BC at least, probably further. Ancient Egyptians used it in perfumes and for embalming. Medieval doctors used cinnamon to cure coughs, arthritis, and sore throats. And it's a major player in Ayurvedic medicine. It's the second most popular spice in the world after black pepper. There are many variations of cinnamon. I'll be concentrating on the two most popular kinds of cinnamon, Ceylon or ceylon I've heard it pronounced both ways, and Cassia or Cassia, I've heard that both ways. Ceylon cinnamon or true cinnamon is mostly found in Sri Lanka. It has a milder flavor than Cassia or Chinese cinnamon and contains fiber, iron, calcium, magnesium, phosphorus, potassium, manganese, and zinc. It's sweet, has light brown coloring, and is soft in texture. It's generally more expensive than cassia cinnamon, which is produced mainly in China, Indonesia, and Vietnam. Cassia cinnamon has a pungent taste, is more brownish red in color, and has much higher levels of coumarin than Ceylon. The sticks of each are also slightly different. Ceylon cinnamon sticks have many folds in them. Cassia sticks only fold inward and have an empty cavity in the center. In other words, they look like a true spiral. They are also more difficult to grind into powder than Ceylon sticks. Because of its wide availability, Cassia is much cheaper than Ceylon and it's what's mostly found in supermarkets. They're both made from the inner bark of cinnamon trees. The bark is peeled off and dried into sticks. The sticks are then ground into powder. Cinnamon is also abundant in oils, mostly cinnamaldehyde, which is the majority of cinnamon essential oil, and it's what gives cinnamon its distinct flavor and scent. I'm going to do things a little bit differently than I did for ginger. If you haven't listened to episode 7 yet, give it a go. I get a little more specific with the websites, especially www.pubmed.com. The main chemical compound in cinnamon is, like I said, cinnamaldehyde. C-I-N-N-A-M-A-L-D-E-H-Y-D-E. Cinnamaldehyde also naturally occurs in camphor and can be an allergen, but it's uncommon. Luckily, it's not on my list. It has a yellowish color and can be isolated and manufactured. It's used as flavoring in food and beverages cinnamon-flavored cereal, gum, candy, etc., and in perfumes. Thanks to its safe and effective insecticidal properties, it's used in agriculture. It's also an antifungal and antibacterial. Experiments are also being done on its ability to repair DNA, more specifically, its effectiveness inhibiting induced and spontaneous mutations. Think MS, cancer, HIV, etc., Cinnamaldehyde inhibits buildup of a protein, tau, T-A-U, in the brain, which is one of the hallmarks of Alzheimer's. It protects neurons and normalizes neurotransmitter levels and improves motor function associated with Parkinson's. It's loaded with more antioxidants than garlic and oregano, and it's anti-inflammatory. It cuts the risk of heart disease, lowers LDL and triglycerides, and raises HDL. It helps diabetes because it reduces insulin resistance and lowers blood sugar levels, and lowers the amounts of glucose entering the bloodstream after meals. All of this also helps with weight loss. Now for a little bit of mind-blowing. Cinnamaldehyde is also an anti-corrosive used to protect steel and other alloys. I haven't cited any reports because there are so many of them. Check out www.sciencedirect.com www.pubmed.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov, and www.medline.com. Just to name a few reputable sites, there's an abundance of research articles to look through. Be specific. If you search Cinnamon on the Science Direct site, you'll get 40 pages of studies and reports. I'm not going to get into other chemical compounds for several reasons. B, cinnamaldehyde is the most abundant compounds in cinnamon, like 90%. And one, they all have some sort of version of cinnamon in them and it is very confusing, like cinnamic acid, which is widely used in fragrances. I found myself crossing from one compound to another without even realizing it because the names were so familiar and their benefits and adverse reactions are basically the same. So I'm approaching cinnamon a little differently than ginger. Now let's talk about its properties. Some of the properties of cinnamon are antimicrobial, antiviral, antifungal, antioxidant, insect repellent, anti-tumor, anti cancer, antihypertensive, antilipemic, Antidiabetic, antidiarrheal, hepatoprotective, gastroprotective, and immunomodulatory. What? Okay. Antimicrobial, antiviral, antifungal, antioxidant, and insect repellent are sort of self explanatory. I've also touched on them earlier and have discussed them before. Antitumor and anti cancer I just mentioned the research being done on cinnamon's ability to repair DNA. Cancer cells are just mutated cells in the body that grow out of control to the detriment of your health. These studies are showing a link between cinnamaldehyde and DNA being repaired after damage done. This covers cancer, HIV, MS, and other orders caused by mutated cells. Now, don't kid yourself, all this research being done isn't so that you can use common spices, herbs, and essential oils safely. It's for scientists to mimic their properties to create drugs for you to buy. But they do show the positive effects of natural healing. Don't take my word for it. Do your research. Antihypertensive is exactly what you think. It helps control high blood pressure. Now, this is where the coumarin comes in. Coumarin, which is found naturally in cinnamon, at much higher rates in Cassia than in Ceylon, can interfere with blood pressure medication like warfarin. Too much Coumarin can cause liver damage, but the doses needed to reach this level are extremely high compared to the amount in Cassia. And Cassia has abundantly more Coumarin than Ceylon. If you're on blood pressure medication, check with your doctor before you increase your cinnamon intake. Antilipemic means that it helps lower your lipid levels. High lipids are associated with coronary heart disease and diabetes mellitus, which flows nicely into antidiabetic. PubMed has a study on this at https://pubmed.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov/slash slash, slash, dot slash The study's from March 2006 and was performed on mice, which means there's more studies out there, such as slash three one three seven two nine one eight slash published in December of 2019. This study doesn't sound as promising, however, they are taking into account that there are various types of cinnamon, Ceylon and Cassia, and each varies slightly depending on where they come from. Remember, scientific studies are drilled down to be very specific. Use your critical thinking skills. Also, keep in mind that if you are taking medication to control your diabetes, speak to your doctor about any effects cinnamon may have with it anti is self-explanatory. Hepatoprotective. Hepato refers to the liver. Protective means it protects the liver. Gastroprotective. Same thing. Gastro refers to the stomach and gastrointestinal tract. So, like ginger, it helps protect the gastrointestinal tract. Immunomodulatory. Hmm. According to https//medical-dictionary. Slash slash thefreedictionary.com. Immunomodulatory. One, capable of modifying or regulating one or more immune functions. Two, an immunologic adjustment, regulation, or potentiation. Farflex Partner Medical Dictionary, copyright Farflex 2012, which simply means it helps support the immune system. Cinnamon is an excellent source of several vitamins and minerals and other nutrients that are vital for your health. These include, as I mentioned earlier, manganese, calcium, iron, fiber, and zinc, as well as vitamin K, vitamin B6, dietary fiber, omega-3 fatty acids, and other important nutrients. And it only has 19 calories per serving and has zero fats and sugars. This may seem like a short list of helpful properties, but when you consider all of the ailments each property benefits, the list is extremely long and includes relieving pain from inflammation, including osteoarthritis, allergies, sprains, and so on, gastrointestinal issues, including digestive issues, flatulence, indigestion, irritable bowel syndrome, etc., cardiovascular issues such as high blood pressure and diabetes, which leads to a happy side effect, weight loss, helps athletes by increasing anabolic proteins in the cells, which leads to increased energy, kills oral bacteria, aiding bad breath and some dental issues, reduces cognitive decline and gives you brain power, calms ADHD, repels mosquitoes, flies, and bugs, it's an aphrodisiac, The fungal properties help with athlete's foot, nail fungus, and yeast infections as well as acne, helps clear skin from free radicals and wrinkles, promotes collagen production, it's good for exfoliation, and aids in excessive blood clotting. Some blood clotting is good, like when you cut yourself, the bleeding stops because it clots and this is what turns into a scab. Gross. But excessive clotting can be bad, like if you're predisposed to aneurysms. Not only do I fit into this category, but I get hit from both sides. My mom's sister died at a young age, just before her 30th birthday, from an aneurysm in her brain no one knew about. Back then, they didn't know much about aneurysms, like how to find them and how to treat them. And my dad's brother recently discovered he has the mutated gene and had an aneurysm removed from his stomach, successfully. Cinnamon also has prebiotic properties, which makes it good for gut health. Paired with peppermint, it can treat infected wounds. Have I ever bombarded you yet? And the best part? It's safe. If you've noticed, I haven't really mentioned any downsides to using cinnamon. There really aren't any. The few that are there are rare. Yes, Kesha has a larger amount of Coumarin than Ceylon, but even at that, it's minor compared to the amount needed to do real harm. And an excessive amount can interfere with blood thinners like warfarin. What's an excessive amount? Well, that depends on you and what you're taking. Yes, it can be an allergen, but that's rare. This doesn't mean you can go trying to swallow a tablespoon all at once. That can be dangerous in so many other ways, like inhaling the dust leading to not being able to breathe. Just like everything else in life, moderation. You can buy cinnamon either in sticks or ground. As I already mentioned, Kasha is less expensive and most readily available. Gourmet shops and high-end natural food stores may carry Ceylon. If cinnamon is stored properly, it can last for years. However, potency and smell and taste will lessen in a few months. To properly store cinnamon, whether sticks or ground, the best is a glass container with a tight-fitting lid. Store in a cool, dry place away from sunlight and heat. Browns will keep for six months, while sticks stored tightly will last for a year. Cinnamon in a tightly sealed container can be stored in the fridge to maintain freshness or health benefits. When it's fresh, it will have a spicy, sweet aroma. Once that's lost, throw it away. There are probably as many uses for cinnamon as there are benefits. Let's start with the obvious, cooking. You can add it to apple pie or even just sprinkle some on sliced apples add it to applesauce, add it to sugar cookies, or even sprinkle some on top of the ready-to-bake muffins and breads. My grandmother always had a jar of cinnamon sugar she mixed together. She would top buttered toast with some, or make fried dough and sprinkle some cinnamon sugar on top. In English, it's fried dough, in Italian, it's zeppelis, and in French, it's beignets. All of which are usually topped with some powdered sugar, but the cinnamon sugar rocks too. Ah. Top French toast with some cinnamon, with or without the sugar. Try adding a bit to stew for a twist. Mix some cinnamon into the whipped cream before adding it to pumpkin pie. With its antifungal and antibacterial properties, it can be used as a preservative. If you pickle, try some cinnamon. Now, I've never pickled anything before, so I won't even pretend to know anything about the process. But I have read about how cinnamon can be used in the process. We haven't even gotten to beverages yet. Okay, sprinkle a little cinnamon on your next mug of hot chocolate or just use a cinnamon stick to stir it up. Like flavored coffee, add some cinnamon to French vanilla, hazelnut, or even plain coffee. I add about half a teaspoon to my coffee every morning. Don't add it to the coffee grounds before making it. Add it to the mug. Cinnamon doesn't dissolve like sugar. It kind of just sits at the bottom of the mug looking like a pile of mud when you're done. If you add it to the coffee grounds before brewing, you could back up the water from seeping through the filter properly. Then it gets backed up in the basket and overflows all over the place. Yeah, I may have first hand experience with this. Um, I drink my coffee black. Adding the cinnamon gives it a little extra kick. And I have to admit, I don't get the mid-morning munchies anymore. Before I started adding the cinnamon to my coffee, I started to get hungry about 10.30. Now I'm good until lunch at 12. Before I got into essential oils, I would take out a cake pan, put some water on the bottom, add a few cinnamon sticks, and put it on a back burner on the stove on very low or simmer. I would leave it on all day, during the weekends or when I was off of work. I would not leave it on a live burner if I wasn't home. The aroma would fill the whole house. Yes, it's another form of aromatherapy. When I started to look into natural alternatives, one of the first recipes I ever tried was with cinnamon. It's really easy. I called it double play because you can use it on you and clean with it. It's a great antifungal, antiviral, and antimicrobial. This makes 16 ounces. You can put it in one 16-ounce bottle, two 8-ounce bottles, etc. You can use either a sprayer cap or a plain cap, depending on how you want to use it. Boil two cups of water. Break up four cinnamon sticks, don't ground them into powder, just break them up a bit. Add it to the boiling water, boil for five minutes, remove from the heat, steep 45 minutes, strain, leaving the sticks in pieces instead of grounding them makes this a whole lot easier. And then dispense. I use a sprayer cap and spray it on my toes to combat nail fungus, and you can spray it on your fingers too. You can also spray it on your feet to combat athlete's foot, on your back to clear up acne. You can even clean the tub with it. But remember, cinnamon is an antibacterial, an antimicrobial, as well as an antifungal. But cinnamon does stain. Now you can fix this with lemon or lime. To save some cleanup, you can just use a regular cap and soak a cotton ball with the double play, then dab it on whatever area needs attention. Feet, fingers, back, etc. To add an extra kick, you can add either Siberian Fur essential oil or frankincense essential oil to the cinnamon. Actually, add the essential oil to the bottle with a little vodka, then pour the cinnamon water in. They each add extra antifungal, antibacterial, antioxidant, and antimicrobial properties. Frankincense also adds antiviral properties, among others. For 16 ounces, add 20 drops of either essential oil. If you're going with the smaller bottles, just divide. Eight ounce bottles take 10 drops. Four ounce bottles take five drops. If you're allergic to or don't like Siberian fir or frankincense, you can use any other essential oil that has the same or similar properties. Before I get into cinnamon essential oil, I want to stress that essential oils are more concentrated than their spice or herb counterparts. That's very important with cinnamon. While the spice has a very low toxicity rating, the essential oil can be irritating. Never use the oil directly on the skin. Yes, it's great for the skin, but the oil can be an allergen and or an irritant. Always 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 mix cinnamon essential oil with a carrier oil before using it topically. Like the spice, there are many variations of cinnamon oil, and I'll be concentrating on two kinds of the oil, cinnamon bark essential oil and cinnamon leaf essential oil. Oil from the bark and the leaf of the same tree are very different. Cinnamaldehyde makes up over 68% of cinnamon bark essential oil, yet, cinnamon leaf essential oil only has trace amounts. Eugenol makes up over 50% of cinnamon leaf essential oil, but the bark oil only has trace amounts. The chemical makeup of each essential oil is so different, the oils themselves have completely different uses. For instance, If you're looking for the distinctive cinnamon scent, which is provided by cinnamaldehyde, use cinnamon bark essential oil. Without getting too sciencey, different bacteria have different chemical compositions, just like everything else. So different antibacterial agents combat different bacteria. Long story short, cinnamaldehyde is the hulk of cinnamon's antibacterial properties. If your goal for cinnamon is antibacterial use, Use either the spice or cinnamon bark essential oil. Let's talk a bit about eugenol, e u g e n o l. Like cinnamaldehyde, it's a yellowish liquid with a spicy scent. Eugenol has more of a clove scent and is a major component of clove. Eugenol can be extracted and manufactured. It has antiseptic, antioxidant, antibiotic, anti-cancer, anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial antispasmodic, anesthetic, insect repellent, neuroprotective, and hypolipidemic properties to name a few. It's used in fragrances, mouthwash, toothpaste, migraine medication, mosquito repellent, to ease colds and flu, congestion, travel sickness, inflammation, asthma, and other ailments. Cinnamon leaf essential oil is great for use in soaps, massage oils, candles, hair care, and dental care products. Depending on which oil you use, some of the properties are antiparasitic, analgesic, anti-anxiety, antibacterial, anti-cancer, anti antidepressant, antifungal, anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial, antioxidant, antispasmodic, antiviral, carminative, anesthetic, Amenagog, which just means it stimulates blood flow to the pelvic area and uterus, fungicide, insecticide, neuroprotectant, gastroprotectant, and more. I'm sure you're noticing the overlap. This is common with all spices, herbs, and oils. Cinnamon bark oil is more potent than cinnamon leaf oil. Many of cinnamon bark essential oil's benefits stem from its ability to dilate blood vessels. Like the spice, The oils have been under the microscope. There are probably as many studies on the oil as there are on the spice. Some of the studies I've looked at cover both spice and oil and get into the differences between Ceylon and Cassia and Bark and Leaf. The most researched health benefits of the oil include decreasing inflammation, reducing blood sugar, fighting infections, fighting parasites, stimulating the immune system and libido, and the high antioxidant content. When it comes to cinnamon, I prefer the spice over the essential oil. I do use the essential oil, just not as much. I have several wood ornaments, you know, the the ones that are thin, unfinished wood carved into different things. I have one from St. Augustine, Florida, that's palm trees on either side of a Harley. One that's shaped like a snowflake, but when you look closely, it's my favorite four-letter word I can't say on a family-friendly show. Repeated in different directions to look like a snowflake. And I have several large seasonal ones, like Wicked and Script for Halloween and Thanksgiving-themed. I load them up with essential oils that will help calm feelings of hunger before hanging them in my shelf in my kitchen. Mostly, I use cinnamon essential oil on them. Have I mentioned I'm a freak yet? I'm still playing with shampoo and conditioner recipes and body lotion recipes, all of which are great candidates for cinnamon essential oil. There are so many variations and so many different uses you really need to research on your own. It all depends on what you're looking to accomplish. Start there, because this is what will determine what kind of cinnamon, spice or oil, saline or cassia, bark or leaf is the best to use. From there, you can decide how to use it. Sprinkle some in your coffee or on your cottage cheese. Let a few sticks simmer on the stovetop. Make a mask for your face or hair. A few points you need to remember. When it comes to cinnamon, the essential oil is much more concentrated than the spice. In some instances, you're better off using the spice over the oil. The spice is non-toxic. However, the essential oil can be irritating to the skin when used in excess and can cause liver damage. Cinnamon can interfere with the effects of warfarin and other blood thinners as well as diabetes medication. Also, all types of cinnamon are not pet-friendly. Cinnamon is toxic to dogs, especially in high concentrations like those found in essential oils. As always, if you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to email me at VOByGypsy at USA.com. You can follow me on Twitter at VOByGypsy, Instagram VOByGypsy, or LinkedIn. Search either Chris Wugenti, who gets it naturally, or VoiceOvers by Gypsy. Please download the episode and don't forget to make Who Gets It Naturally a favorite on your preferred channel so you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening. Join me next time when I talk about frankincense and myrrh.